welcome to individual lists. This is a show where we uh, make lists. And today I have with me Shresh Thakkar. Shresh has my best friend. She's also a poet and she's been published uh, all over the world really. Her poetry is uh, <laughs> everywhere. And uh, she's an amazing writer. And today I've got her to talk about one of the things that we bonded over in college, which is uh, Harry Potter and Harry Potter fan fiction. Technically, can I just say we bonded over both Liz and Harry Potter. Fan that's fan. true. That's true. But yeah, so thank you for uh, coming on the show. And for thank you for asking me on the show. Um, but I will, can I just add at the very beginning that um, that you are the, literally you are the only person I would reveal my fanfic top five for this is a very you know this you know this about everyone i think fanfics are such like say so much about your taste and are so personal i once ghosted a tinder date because they asked me my <laughs> fanfic wreck but i was like i'm not doing this <laughs> um and so not only are you the only person i will reveal this to but i guess you are the only person i will reveal all this on a public platform yeah, yeah. So shame that you remember like since when you were a harry potter fan and then you remember when you started reading fan fiction and what drew you to fan fiction uh yeah of course i think uh you know i think my into discovering Harry Potter, loving Harry Potter, um, was pretty similar to yours. Uh, you know, I think I was in class two when I finished all four. Um, yeah. The shameful, I will, okay, here's the shameful secret. My parents really like tried to convince me I love it because they loved it. Um, and I tried to read it, I really did. And I, I think this is in class one or like, yeah, class one. Um, and I just couldn't get into it. I don't remember why. Maybe I was still reading like Lady Bird book. I don't know what we, I don't remember what we read in that age, but I couldn't get into it. So I've never told anyone this, but I actually started reading them after the first movie came out. Wow. That's <laughs> um, because I have a shameful secret too, but it, it wasn't a movie. So I actually read the first one and yeah. I, I couldn't read it. And I yeah. saw the movie, I saw parts of the movie somewhere and I was not interested. And then I stopped reading it and then someone gifted Prisoner of Eskima. So I started reading it and then I didn't, it was just too many things that I didn't know. I didn't know what was happening. Yes, I think that was a huge part of it. I think like, yeah. just like... <laughs> I tried to... the Dementors came and they were just like speaking and Lily and James's voice. So for a long time I thought they were ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so you so your shameful secret is that you read the Prisoner of Azkaban <laughs> first. I mean properly, yes. Wow, that is a shameful secret. <laughs> yeah. But I mean I just didn't get it. No, my my shameful secret is that I didn't get Prisoner of Azkaban. I know. But that is telling because it's, I think it's like, it's, it's very on brand that the first time you read Harry Potter was the first time you were introduced to Sirius, unlike the rest of <laughs> Um And therein starts your love story. Okay. Yeah. So when did you start reading fan fiction? Do you remember the first fan fiction? Yes. Well, yes. I think in that way, you and I have had different entrance points into fan fiction because I started reading fan fiction 
back when I knew nothing about the world wide web and I really like I knew about fanfiction.net but I didn't know how to like filter things I knew nothing <laughs> but I'd come across a story on like I want to say Wattpad or something yeah. it was not it was not a good entrance and it wasn't Harry Potter fake but what I loved about fanfic was that you know um they were just like worlds or stories about even like people who I had like for me they weren't fanfic because it was very new to me the characters so it was like the first thing of a tv show I'd ever yeah. been introduced to or something and it was so good and so queer you know the one that I came across um and so I was like oh maybe they have maybe they have Harry Potter fanfic as if that's not like their most uh, <laughs> prolific universe um and then it was really exciting to just see um you know stories or like future past prequel sequels on a world that i had grown up on but let's face it was not perfect and mm-hmm. was kind of i mean we will eventually address the elephant in the room that jk <laughs> rowling probably will misgender but uh, uh yeah so i think like for me harry potter fanfic when i eventually came across it was just like better than harry like showed me how harry potter could have been yeah. so much more yeah you know? some of the fanfiction is just really well written i feel yeah 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 and so much time going into the detail of each character and it's so sad that it comes from a world that didn't go into that detail yeah exactly and i think like you know there are fanfics that concentrate so much on not harry and those are my favorites because yeah. you don't really like you right you don't get that much detail you don't get that much history um except you know two years after the seventh book came out she'll be like oh wait dumbledore was actually gay um so it's it's kind of it is well written and that's when i think sometimes it's so well written i'm like these characters belong to you fanfic right yeah like, Yeah. Forget JK. Yeah. Do you feel that recently like especially after the recent uh, comments yeah uh, by JK Rowling do you feel that fanfiction is also like a space where you can sort of hold on to that void uh, but still distance yourself from uh from her in a way? Yeah, I mean, I've been thinking about this a lot actually. I've been thinking of, actually I I went it's not surprising you know we've known this for a while she's done other problematic stuff um but um so it's not been surprising but i think as someone don't let my mom listen to this as someone who's queer it does come at a time where i'm like i really i wanted to like no i wanted to i couldn't read anything jk rowling related hmm. and i do think you know i know a lot of people i'm sure we, we've also talked about it but a lot of people are like how are we going to make our children read harry potter or how are we going to like continue like it play, played such an important part in my life and one thing i will say i'm very very grateful for writers right now queer writers you know non white writers i think there's so much in young adult as a genre yeah. that we didn't have as kids growing up that um that i don't i'm not worried about that i don't think i'm going to go back to the books quite honestly yeah. so 
but fan fiction is a whole other thing where like i said like certain characters do belong to these writers i think for so long before even these recent comments writers have been trying like you know the the youth and other fanfic writers um you can mostly tell when someone's young but it gives me so much hope when like i can tell from a story it's a young writer trying to find their space in yeah. this universe and mostly i read for that not so much to find my own space but i'm like oh you managed to this is important to you and i love that it shows in your writing so yeah you so have i tropes or certain pairings that you look for <laughs> when you wow you really like to expose me <laughs> uh i don't look for pairings in harry potter because like i said the one, like um the ones i read are never canon <laughs> yeah um and so i really like i just look for the writing if it's well written and if it's you know mostly like queer then i do like to read um so i just look so my filters are usually ff which is like female female and then in all fanfic not just harry potter uh i am <laughs> i'm stupid so some tro- <laughs> some tropes i'm drawn to uh, i will say for, for first and foremost like you i think my favorite fanfics have a parallel story running where the romance is not the main feature okay. yeah. i yeah those are the most gripping ones those are usually the more multi chapter ones so it really is like reading a book yeah. and there's you know something hinging everything together yeah. rather than um just the pairing so i like i like to look for like plot description um and one of the reasons i read harry potter fanfic is you know what we said what i touched upon with like ya being um like something we didn't have growing up mm-hmm. um mostly honestly the reason i still go back to harry potter fanfic is just because it's in a school <laughs> and i love that you know and so i and i i read a lot of crossovers too of that like different characters in harry potter universes because of the school mm-hmm. so i look for some like high school tropes i look for some i do love a good old enemies to lovers <laughs> hashtag love that tension so i look for that sometimes um adventure is a tag i didn't know would help me so much but it's a good tag because then the romance is not the main part of the story i feel like i read i i now read a lot of stories which are completely au uh, like alternative yeah. books yeah yeah um, it wasn't something i would do earlier but i, I genuinely feel like those universes are better i i know yeah i also read a lot of fan fiction which is uh, not complete so like you wait every week for a chapter to come out or yes month, so whenever the author sees that oh my god i it's a little bit like serialized fiction because you know it ends on a cliffhanger yeah It's like you're yeah. waiting for the next one and like exactly. refreshing the page constantly. I oh my god, yes. I wanted to ask you that actually. That's the other thing when like I was thinking of my list too. I was like should I give I mostly look for complete fix just because those are easy to return to. But oh my god, see I love there is something magical about like wait 
think for a new chapter refreshing <laughs> but during the pandemic and i know i've told you this off camera but i was i've got it to the point where i'm genuinely worried about my writers because i'm like usually they're so good at uh, updating every two weeks Yeah. And it's been two months since one of my picks has been updated. And first, I was just like, "It's okay. Everyone's going through it. You just slow, maybe." And now I'm like, "Are you just being an asshole, or are you sick? Like, are you okay?" <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. yeah. I left some comments being like, "Please blink twice if you are okay." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you want to go into the list? Do you want to start with? Sure. Uh, like this is my. it might be my top 5 fix of all time not just harry potter yeah. um it's called extinction it's by this writer who calls themselves ruby cannon okay um i think i'm pronouncing it right but you know um and it's a it's a 30 chapter fake and the main pairing is narcissa malfoy and hermione granger wow <laughs> but but the reason i love this fake so much is it has one of our favorite things which is it is set in post war uh hogwarts au um hermione granger is working in the ministry you know it's always fun to see them be better oh, activists yeah. than <laughs> they were in high school um and so and narcissa is kind of also working for the ministry in the department of mysteries nice. um but the whole story kind of revolves around the idea of rehabilitation which is so interesting to me about what happens in harry potter you know what happens in post any post war situation yeah yeah but also a, a lot of it is immensely pro prison abolition now here's the thing My friend Sarah said often tells me that I like make fanfic sound better than it make fan like fix sound better than they actually are, which is true. I think one of the things I love about fanfic is that there's so much that can go wrong. It it is limiting and it's so difficult to find a good fake, but it's yeah. so interactive. Do you have to be a generous reader? You have to realize this is like. they don't have editors you know they don't yeah. have a press they don't have time money they're not getting any money from this so i try to like broaden the interpretation as much <laughs> as i can when i read something especially if you can tell it's like a newish writer if they've not written it very well so extinction if you ask ruby carrot i don't know if they'll say it's about prison yeah, abolition I but i do think <laughs> i do think um a lot of it so a lot of it deals with dementor nobody knows where the dementors went after right. uh, the war yeah. and narcissa is really concerned about that so she wants to go and they've sent out three orders to investigate and they've all died so she wants to investigate and go on an expedition to figure out what happened to them and hermione hates people doing things without her so she wants to tag along and she you can tell she's like getting bored with her uh i think she works in the department of care of magical creatures she does yeah so she's getting bored she doesn't know what to do with her life she's lacking ambition 
she hates ron but she's dating him <laughs> she's just and this is really i think maybe you and i i will i connect it but maybe you will but there's a scene where she comes home and ron is like had made a fancy dinner and you know it's clear he's going to propose Aww. and she's like i have half this book left and i just need to finish it can you leave please <laughs> um so they harry ron who are oros and narcissa who is the only one who can create a ward against dementors and hermione venture out on an expedition um i'm trying not to give spoilers in case you or anyone wants to read it but then it's basically about how the world has been treating death eaters okay. to the or like former death eaters yeah. yeah um and especially their wives to the point where uh you know they the good side has become as, as quick that. to judgment yeah. or as that yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um and cedric degree's dad plays a major role in the the good bad side what brought me to harry potter fanfic was devil wears prada fanfic we've talked about this yeah. but i think the writer of this devil wears prada fanfic that i love is an older writer and it shows in the writing you know it is really good well done writing well written fic and um and i think that's why i like these fics because i think the people writing them are more narcissists oh wait that makes it sound creepy it's very ethical i think it's more hermione is like fully grown by the time of the fic yeah and narcissa is a little younger than in the books um <laughs> uh but I so mean, i think i think much older in any case they were all like like uh harry like serious was only 20 years older than harry yeah, yeah so narcissa is 20 years older than but, i mean she could be younger than serious she's younger she's younger in one she's just turning 40 and her minus turn 28 oh she's so not I, that young <laughs> i know i know but just go with it okay <laughs> for my For my, ethics, <laughs> for my ethics just go with it um no i think so one thing extinction made me realize is how wrong jk rowling did her mining i think i loved her mining growing up obviously um but there's so much it's like you said there's so much to explore there that just went unexplored uh especially decisions she made during the war also like my biggest pet peeve about harry potter for someone for an author who loves talking about female empowerment meaning cis female empowerment <laughs> according to her um there's so much masculinity in the books you know and there's so much there's so much men <laughs> like there's so many men and like i don't get me wrong i love some parts of the trio the dynamics i did love of course uh, especially in the fourth book um but uh, i cannot imagine only having male friends like i don't know how i would survive in this world and we don't really see hermione except for like some conversations with jimmy we don't really see her in the books getting along with any other Yeah. Well, anyone except Ron and Harry. Right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. 
I obviously did not like Narcissa at mm-hmm. all when I read the books. I think we're not supposed to uh, in yeah. canon. Yeah. Um, we but also don't. I feel like Narcissa also like there was suggestions, and this is the problem with most of Rowling's characters. I feel that there's always yeah. a suggestion of some layers and some nuances to the character. Like Ron has that suggestion where you know yeah. that he is more complex than what the books are saying, or even serious. You can yeah. assume that he had like. A, a life. Or a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and even the like you see her as like a person, but you also see her. Yeah. And, yeah. Like she has some redeeming qualities there. Yeah. But obviously, like everything else in the book, that is not explored. Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely. And uh, you know, we we get to you know. I think the that scene with this family tree in. And Grimaud, 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 you know, yeah, Grimaud, um, is, I just don't know how to pronounce it. I know all the facts. <laughs> Can I just say? Um, but I think like that gave us, like you said, that gave us an insight into this very complicated pure blood family. And, uh, and, you know, we don't really get to see anything about what the siblings thought when like Andy eloped, you know, how like what were what were every what were their childhood like etc yeah. and in extinction you see a lot of um narcissa interacting with serious as kids you know narcissists like brainwashing in a family and that was that was really interesting yeah your story is all wrong by Attila <laughs> um and the plot so it's very meta, as the title says. It's, it's very like it starts canon, and then like the author is like, this isn't going the way it's supposed to go. <laughs> um, so Hermione lands up in Saint Mungo's. Yeah. <laughs> what are these fucking names? <laughs> and and Oh, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. She really got all her European influences yeah, very yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Parvati Padma, Chochak. Oh, and yeah. Oh, speaking of Chochak, so this is a Cho Hermione pairing. Oh, wow. It's really good. It's written, Attila is a POC writer. Um, and it shows, okay. <laughs> and so uh, Hermione lands up in St. Mungo's and uh, she's, she was like experimenting with potions or something, not important. Yeah. And then uh, Cho is a healer there. Nice. Uh, so there's a lot of caretaking, you know, <laughs> who doesn't like some like slow burn taking care of you. So Cho has been like really, so she's just like, you know, she's so annoyed that her claim to fame was dating Harry Potter for like five seconds. And so she's just like, she likes to keep a low profile. And one of my favorite parts in the story is where she, there's a scene describing how every once in like two years, Rita Skeeter comes up with a expose on all of Harry's exes. And Cho's, Cho always is made to seem like she's not over Harry. And she was like, I'm fucking gay. Like I'm over <laughs> Harry. <laughs> Uh, but so it's it has some nice kind of sweet interactions with Harry and Cho too, where someone finally calls Harry out on you know being a little bit of a narcissist. Yeah, and he <laughs> takes it very well. Um, and he's married to Ginny in the in this story. 
but yeah so it's it's when it's the it's it's also nice because it's like a slow developing friendship between Hermione and Cho and then Hermione within the story kind of realizes she's unhappy with Ron um is working on her own projects and then um Cho and it's a it's very Cho centric in that Cho and Hermione don't get together till the very end um mm-hmm. spoiler alert so it's it's a lot about cho like discovering herself her own story trying to you know come out to her colleagues etc so yeah would you say that uh, cho was one of the characters that you wish jk rowling had explored more yes or like yes definitely mm-hmm. or like i don't know someone cho deserved better on all fronts yeah um very i mean from the very first step i think you probably already know this but her name is made up of two korean last names so <laughs> i mean you can research who mango is but you can't you can't figure out a first name that's not cho <laughs> um but also they address that explicitly in the fanfic which i like and there's like a cover up story she's like embarrassed of her first name so you she uses her last name <laughs> and then there's this very interesting conversation between Hermione and Cho where Hermione is like um i think she she because Chang she i think she assumes that Cho is chinese american and Cho is like chinese british sorry i i'm in america <laughs> uh, uh uh she's chinese um but then shows like i'm both my mom is korean i use her last name as my first we not all the same and her mind is like oh shit <laughs> but they still get together so you know so yeah yeah it's a it's very short it's a one chapter thing oh, wow. oh you scroll down a lot <laughs> <laughs> girls with short hair who play quidditch nice love that <laughs> yeah and it's by someone called azurish Okay. Um plot is very simple. It's Jenny <laughs> trying to cut her hair and not let Molly Weasley find out. Oh. Uh she's already come out to everyone, so everyone knows. There's some high school bullying. Love a good, you know, success story. <laughs> Love people getting proven wrong in high school, <laughs> especially assholes. So, uh it has it's very it's cute it has everything i love it's like a high school story um it has molly playing a prominent like we see a lot of molly jenny which is really sweet uh we see a lot of jenny her mini friendship which is beautiful and then we see L- luna's seductive abilities which are strangely very good in the story very off brand but good so yeah and there's a lot of quidditch which is yeah you feel Do you feel that it's strange that in a in a teenage high school uh, setting they she speaks about sexuality so little I know yeah definitely do you, I feel like I think that also played a huge part in how well we were so young when we read the first four books right mm-hmm. or even first five I guess yeah um and then there is a little bit of character development but not not much and It's not really I don't know it's not realistic to me was it realistic to you at all is there something you would think about it a lot then but like yeah. I personally like I don't mind Ron or Mike but uh, like it just seems weird to me that there wasn't like a lot of teenage drama because you have yeah. co-ed 
school first of all and yeah start children younger than them and i could already see the drama exactly yeah kids. so yeah oh and we were both girls too right yeah and it was we still had more drama <laughs> also <laughs> and obviously like like now so it just seems like unreal to expect rowling to talk about like different sexual orientation oh and, yeah and, yeah Well, she seems to love lesbians. I don't. I don't. Yeah, lesbians are like stay away from us. <laughs> like, but uh, but it was like it's so strange because she could have done so much with it. Like I see so much fan fiction where there is, you know, there are characters who are trying, you know, who are struggling to come to terms with their sexuality because it's also like yeah. age, they're like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Exactly. Uh, in that, in those books or yeah, and. They are just done so well, and these are minor characters. Yeah. Some of them are minor characters, but even then, and there's so much yes. in it, and you understand so much about a person. But it's also like yeah. the state, like, like why wouldn't you want to write that? Yeah, yeah. I two things very very I love thinking about that all the time. <laughs> um, one thing that I think about a lot is. sexuality of course or sexual orientation and like race you know like hmm. dean what is going on like how this is britain <laughs> and like international students but uh, you know dean the partner twins joe like i'm like what is going on like something you have to address it you hmm. have to if you if you have characters who are not white you are going to have to address how they feeling in this overwhelmingly white school yeah. um and then of course like sexual orientation it's so unrealistic that there's no one queer in the entire universe um and then except dumbledore to your zero yeah yeah he doesn't count. we don't accept him <laughs> on behalf of my community i reject dumbledore um I forgot what one thing a lot of the fanfics I've seen does is explain that away in a like we were busy fighting like one of the reasons Hermione and Ron often doesn't work in these stories I like where Ron is not a bad guy is that she's just like we were so swept up in the war we had bigger things to worry about that we didn't have time to analyze like chemistry or compatibility yeah. we just like saved each other's lives countless times and it made sense then. and now that we not in danger i don't feel happy with ron <laughs> but um the other thing i think about a lot is did you hear about this uh, off broadway play called the puffs no so there's this play in new york that's been like running for a long time i think and it's basically all seven books of the harry potter through the point of view of some hufflepuff Oh, wow. Where it's just like there is a whole other, you know, there's like normal school shenanigans, <laughs> and then a war going on where these three are busy with like werewolves and dementors. <laughs> so um, I think about that a lot, and I think fanfic like lets us explore that. Yeah, better. that also. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. Um, one thing I did like is you've probably seen this like post. It went viral a few years ago, and it was explaining about. explaining pure blood mentality mm. and like it being an allegory for racism again jk rowling did nothing it's ge- readers generosity yeah. and that, uh and analysis uh, analysis whatever you know what i mean mm. um 
where someone was like talking about how Draco Malfoy is the epitome of, you know, what in today's world we see neo-Nazis or white supremacists where they like were brought up on this ideology, had only spoken to pure blood family, mm. like pure blood yeah. people. Um, knew all the slurs because they used to use it against uh, muggle-borns. And then, but then you also see like more, less explicit, more like inherent ways Ron displays that too, or like Ron's family is like well-meaning and not, not, uh, you know, not into pure blood supremacy, but also like knows the term mudblood and, you know, treats house elves badly. Ron assumes house elves want to be treated that way and just like, ways that even well-meaning pure blood families had been um, kind of conditioned to believe yeah, they were super yeah. um, I really like the way Extinction, going back to my number one, really quickly explores that. Or like a lot of fanfic does that, which is interesting. Um, you know, like when we were reading the books, we were so young and we were like, yes, yeah, Slytherin bad, Gryffindor good. My yeah. brother, like people like my brother who tried to be different and cool were like, oh, Slytherin's misunderstood. <laughs> In the books, they're not. Um, do you think that has changed for you? Like, do you think your favorite house has changed as you've been reading fanfic or have grown I up? I think, you know, when I was in school, I went to a school where houses really mattered. Like, they mm-hmm. spoke a lot about house pride and well, I guess mine too. Yeah, and like I was, I was so it didn't huh? really matter. I said I was useless. So, <laughs> so no, you know. I was like a vice captain and uh, right, right. Oh yeah, of course you were. Yeah, <laughs> for the house. So I think that it mattered. And as I grew older, I realized like even to my own school days, like houses yeah. just don't mean anything anymore. So I think even in Hogwarts, like for me, the houses don't matter anymore. But yeah. uh, I, having said all of this, I don't like reading a lot of stories where Harry is not in Gryffindor because for mm-hmm. me, he's very Gryffindor, mm-hmm. and yeah. I just don't see him in any other house. Yeah, the stupidity is distinctly good. <laughs> like, I read a lot of narcissists on my fic, as you can tell. Okay. Uh, anyway, so I think we're done. Thank you so much. Uh, for doing this episode and uh, thank you for thank you so much Fimoi